Hi everyone, welcome back to A Cup of Cozy. My name's Oriana. And I'm Wanda. And we're coming to you live the morning after the Oscars. The 91st Oscars. Yes, that's very oh, true. Oh crap, I need my iPad. Oh, we're, we're <laughs> leaving. Someone's unprepared. Here she goes. It's probably dun, 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 right dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Oh, I can reach it. It's okay. We can still talk. We, yeah, no one can hear you over there. But yes, it's the morning after the Oscars. I just wanted to start with uh, one disclaimer or two, discla two disclaimers actually, but I'm not going to really get heavily into it. First of all, if you're new here, hi, you should subscribe. We post new podcasts usually every Friday, but sometimes on special occasions after there's been an award show, uh, we stream everywhere. So yeah, you should subscribe. Or the 4th of July. We'll probably be talking to you live right after the 4th of right. July. Right. The biggest 4th of July probably in ever. our history. That's what I'm hearing. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is two things, and I'm only disclaiming because they happen to me. One, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you will see that uh, I posted a picture yesterday. Um, the picture, and I put in my story, and I disclaimed it wasn't mine. I was not attending the Oscars. It was my. It was from my friend's hotel room, and she sent me the picture, and I thought it would be dope to put up, which I asked her if I could, so... Um, fuck off. I didn't act like I was at the Oscars. And if you watch my story, I actually posted a photo of me, uh, drinking my matcha while watching the Oscars last night. So first of all, everyone needs to stop being fucks. And second thing that I wanted to disclaim, uh, was all the controversy around me talking about the chemistry between Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. I would never condone anybody cheating or leaving their family for another person. I'm just saying it's very clear that they have chemistry and whatever and that's why i guess the the movie did so the well it was so good they're over there she's leaving no they're just oh. sitting down she's like she was licking her feet why okay. no i'm <laughs> just curious okay um i is that all you want to disclaim yeah that's all i want to disclaim okay i just want to tell everybody some uh fun facts about the oscars that before we begin and um also too if you want to take this time if you didn't listen to part one of our podcast which was our predictions um, you can hear them now. We're not going to tell you, because you could obviously just look up what was one and not. We don't want this podcast to be as long as our Grammy one, which was uh, quite lengthy. But yes, we did do predictions. And also, too, anything that we talk about having to do with any of the movies, we watched all of the Oscar movies. So, not obviously, that doesn't make me an expert or her an expert. But we watched all the movies. So, and I've never done that before. I usually have seen, like, maybe one or two. But this year, I saw... All of them. Okay, I just want to tell you the, these fun facts, and I also um, want to say I think it's pretty funny that people care like where you are. If someone posts a picture, so they post a picture. I recently was told on my Instagram story. Do you realize some pictures are copyrighted? It was a picture of a piece of pizza with glitter on it, and I always give credit if someone gives me a picture or I find it somewhere. If it was somebody's picture and I made a mistake by putting it up, I would take it down. But I don't need you to police me. I'm 60. I really can police myself. And I usually, 9 out of 10 times, do the right thing. With that being said, I would like to you all to know that the first film that had the most nominations ever was all about Eve. In 1950, it had 14 nominations. Wow. There are other nominations that have come close to that, like 10, 12. Yeah. But that had 14 nominations. The first Technicolor Oscar winner was Gone with the Wind. Okay. 1940. I love Gone with the Wind. The person that has won the most Oscars ever is Walt Disney. He has been nominated 64 times and has won 26. 
I kind of be a little bit bummed though if I was nominated sixty something times. I only won like twenty something. Okay, well here's gonna this is gonna make. But a I mean, sad. like that's twenty more times than I've ever won an Oscar. So I mean. John Williams is the second most nominated person. He's a composer, and he was nominated forty seven times. He hasn't won. Hmm. So that like sucks. Only three films, three, have ever won all five of the most coveted Oscars. Meaning best film, actor, actress, director, and writing. Wow. They are, it happened one night in 1935, which is about the Titanic. Yes. One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. Woo! 1976. Ratchet coming 2020. (laughs) (laughs) And The Silence of the Lambs, 1992. The actress with the most Oscars is Catherine Hepburn, who has won four best Oscars during her career. Clint Eastwood is the male actor with the most Oscars with a total of four, but he has never won any for acting. He won them for Oscars, the Oscars for Best Director, and two Oscars for Unforgiven and Million Dollar Baby. The youngest Oscar winner is Tatum O'Neill, Ryan O'Neill's daughter. She was 10. She won for Paper Moon. The oldest Oscar winner was Jessica Tandy. She won for Driving Miss Daisy. She was 81. The first female director to win was in 2010, and that was Catherine Bigelow. She won for The Hurt Locker. Great movie. Oh, such a good movie. Uh, she's only the fourth woman to ever receive a nomination as a director. The others are Sofia Coppola for Lost in Translation, Translation Jane Campion for The Piano, Linda Wertmuller, and Pasquello, Pasqualina Settebelzi in 1997. Um, the cheapest Oscar winner was The Hurt Locker, because it bags six Oscars out of nominations, but it is the lowest grossing movie to ever win at the Oscars. But The Hurt Locker was such a good movie. Yeah, it it earned less than $21 million, and that's about 2% of what Avatar made. Wow. Imagine that. Imagine what Avatar made if that made 2% yeah. of that. The most expensive Oscar winner, obviously, Avatar. It um, estimated the budget to be around $280 million to make that film. Jesus. Um, Several people have won Oscars, but only one family can truly claim to be Oscar-winning family. Liza Minnelli, daughter of Vincent Minnelli and Judy Garland, who Vincent Minnelli won an Oscar in 1959 for Gigi as the best director. Judy Garland, who received a miniature juvenile award in 1940, and, of course, Liza Minnelli won for Best Actress in Cabaret in 1973. Wow. The most memorable speech. Now, there's been, I'm sure, a lot of them. But they marked down that the most memorable speech was from Gwyneth Paltrow, as she won in 1999 for Shakespeare in Love, or Julia Roberts, who started giggling through her whole acceptance speech for Erin Brockovich. However, the longest speech of thank yous goes to Greer Garson, who rambled on for seven and a half minutes in 1934. That isn't even um, that long. Yeah. Each Oscar takes about $500 to make. So you know The that statue itself. The statue itself is about $500 to make, and they weigh roughly around eight and a half pounds. And the Chicago-based company R.S. Owens manufactured the Oscar, the Oscar statues one year in advance of the show. So, like, right now, they're already starting to make the Oscars for next year without them being engraved, of course. Yeah, they get engraved right after. Um, and when they roll out the red carpet on Oscar night, you should thank the organizers. It is a whopping 500 feet long and has to be rolled out days in advance and covered with protective plastic. Yes. So those are some of the yeah. fun facts that I have 
And if you'd like to know any fun facts about the current um, award thing, I can tell you just a couple of things here. Let's see. Um, Silent. No, well, really you know, that's them. okay. They basically have that people were snubbed while they were nominated for one category. They were snubbed in another. Mm -hmm. And they also tell you about um, a lot about Roma. It's a black and white cinematography owed to his childhood. Um, it is by his mother who raised him and his nanny. And the Mexican filmmaker himself scored four of those nominations are his are his personally. Like they're he's solely responsible, responsible for, yeah. for those four. And um, well, I know that um, everything I had been reading up until yesterday, it was stated that this was a very controversial Oscars. So yeah, yeah. okay. So let's so get into our our opinion on the Oscars. What happened? What we think didn't work, did work. But we're gonna start talking about the um. We're gonna talk about the best dressed uh, men and women, which we don't have too many. But um, and I think we should talk about like I got eleven out of twenty four. You got twelve, 12 out, out of twenty four. So we we averaged yeah. around half correct. Yeah. And I do want to say that my biggest shocker of the evening mm -hmm. was the best actress award. Yes, Olivia Coleman. I didn't see it coming. I saw the film. She's hilarious in the film. Her acceptance speech was. Epic. Uh, one of the like, cutest, most her. heartfelt so speeches I've ever seen. I did not see that coming. I thought she was really the dark horse. And that is basically the only one that shocked me. And the reason I say that is because I thought this year was a very even field. I enjoyed absolutely every, every movie. movie that I saw. Yeah. I have my personal favorites, but I loved each of them for a different reason. Agreed. And if you said to me, you have to watch these movies again a hundred times, I'd be like, okay, yeah, they I were... could do it. This was, I think, one of the strongest class of Oscar movies that they had ever picked. And I wasn't there going, they picked this? And I'm just solely talking about, just so everyone knows, like, Best Picture, because, like, those movies were the all of the ones that we watched. Like, there was the little films, like, you know, Free Solo and all of that stuff. I didn't watch those, because those are hard to kind of get oh, a gosh. hand on. And, like, you don't have a lot of time between, like, nominations and, like, when the actual Oscars is. Right, unless you want to spend your days just watching films. But I do think that for the long run, these were some of the best Oscar-nominated yes. movies I saw. I wasn't questioning any nomination. And 100%, if you do have the chance to watch these films... I would definitely say take it and because they're so... And we'll get more into so... them as we, as we get along. But yeah. I just wanted to preface that by saying these were a really tough category, mm -hmm. best picture, because they all were really the best pictures. Okay. Now we're going to talk about um, best dressed women. On the count of three, we are going to say who we believe was the number one best dress. We might not say the same person. Okay, give me a minute. We might not say the same person. Give me a minute. Number one best dressed. Woman. Woman. Okay, I got it. Okay. What if we don't say the same person? That'll be funny. That's okay. We That's don't okay. have to say the same person. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Julia Sarah Paulson. <laughs> okay, cool. We love, I love Julia. I think, you know, Julia's up there I love age. her. She's a mom. She kills it every time. She always gets it right when she but goes to the But let's talk Oscars. about what those people have in common. They all wore pink. They both wore pink. Yeah. Pink, pink was, was the color. obviously the color. And um, I would like to say, I'll, I'll give my top five. We have the same top five. We have the same top five. So we'll give our top five. I just thought Julia Roberts just, if I was going to go to the Oscars and I looked that good, I'd want to look like her. Yeah, she looks so good. She looks so she good. Like, she doesn't change at all. And we were talking about it this morning. She can look good with any hair color. 
any mm-hmm. makeup, any dress. She's the Sarah Jessica Parker, too. Yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker looks good with any style hair, any yeah. color hair, She could any literally wear hair. anything. And, like, randomly, like, they didn't even show her throughout, like, the whole show. And then, like, at the end, like, there she was. Just there Julia was Roberts. Julia Roberts just, being like, gorgeous. doing her thing. And she's so likable. She's so down to earth. She gives that impression of not being full of herself at all. So, Okay. But they so you want to tell our top five? I'll yeah. give one, you give one. Okay. Mm-hmm. We already mentioned two of them. Yes. Uh, Regina King. Oh, my God. Classic. Oh and my I'm God. so against wearing white to award shows. She killed it in that dress. That was classic. It fit her beautifully. She looked like a classic angel. She did look like an angel. She looked beautiful. Like, and uh, again, everything. What I love the most about all, both of our top, because we have the same top five, is I loved how everything looked together mm-hmm. like hair makeup outfit accessories mm-hmm. everything it was perfect um the next person that we want to talk about is lapita obviously who also never gets it wrong she never gets it wrong i've never seen that girl look bad like right but a day you know, like, in my when you, life when, see like talking about julia roberts and talking about sarah paulson ugh, i'm so mad at her and talking about regina King, she'll get to why so everyone's and like, talking about lapita luongo you're already starting with this beautiful canvas. Mm. So really, basically anything you throw on these yes. cute girls, they're going to look beautiful. They all look beautiful. And the, the last person that we picked is Lady Gaga. I thought she oh looked my God. stunning. She's wearing a, a necklace from Audrey Hepburn. Couldn't go wrong. Mm-hmm. I wish she would have worn her hair a little differently, but the dress on her Dress, makeup, like her the makeup fit, was gorgeous. everything. She looked like an old-fashioned movie star. She looked beautiful. And, like, obviously I'll talk more about Lady Gaga when we talk about, like, her actual performance and her acceptance speech. Right now we're going to get into our notes. I did not take as many notes this time. I was really, like, paying attention to well, my bracket. I took notes, but... Um, no, I took notes, too. First but, of all, um, I want to know why some of the people are there because I'm not going to name names because I really don't want the hate. I don't feel like I had enough hate waking up this morning. However, I don't know why some people are there. I want to be like, you're there, why? Mm. It was, oh, what did I say? I said I wasn't going to mention any names. Well, I, I get mean, it. we A-Rod, know why. You went because of Jennifer Lopez. Go coach a baseball team, huh? Go find something to do in baseball. It's where you belong. Stay there. Okay. With that being said, we know this from my previous speeches. I'm going to give you a little bit of a roll here. Jennifer Lopez, the Bronx call. They want you home. Go back to the Bronx. It was a little odd. Like, I didn't know why she was there. And she was dressed like she was going to the Grammys again. Like, this is the Oscars. You know what? Everyone thinks she's so talented. She's mediocre at all the things she does. She's a decent dancer, decent actress, decent singer. I don't want to be decent. I want to excel at one thing, Mm -hmm. and I'll be great with that. I don't think she belongs there. We know my personal hatred for her. I have it. I don't think she's that great. I think she's completely overrated. I think she takes advantage of her co-stars to rise to fame for her movies Well, because they're usually always bigger deals than she is. She took advantage of Ja Rule when he was at his prime to make a record with Ja Rule. So, you know, you took a a thing with Fat Joe when you were at nothing. You're nowhere to do with Ja Rule since Fire Festival happened. You weren't all about that. There you are. Uh, she got involved with Diddy when Diddy was at the peak of his career. She's an opportunist. That's how I see her. I don't like her. If you disagree, that's our once a podcast phone call. Um, yes. If you disagree, that's fine. You love her. Good for you. I'm not saying you can't. I just think like you're not in the caliber of the the Oscars. And I do want to say this. Every year, I think the Oscars has become less lackluster. It's less about that that. Hollywood glitz I want to see the glamour. I want to see the celebrities come out in force, killing it. Like, 
where was everybody else? I think even if you're not nominated, you need to get some of those Robert Redfords, Jack Nicholson, Meryl Streep, even if they're not nominated. Somehow you got to get them there to present or something. Make sure that you're getting that glamour back. We're missing it. There is no glamour. I wonder if this person is either going to stop calling or hang up soon. Wow, that was annoying. And that's, that's um, yeah, what we're no, really you're missing. 100% right. I, I want to see, even the red carpet's not exciting anymore. I want to see those Hollywood beautiful legends come. The Michael Douglases, the Catherine Zeta-Jones. You know, invite Liza Minnelli. I know these people are older now, but we want to see them. Those are the people that made you love Hollywood right. in the first place. And it was, it just seemed very um, informal. In my opinion. Right. Now, also, we're going to talk about this. Obviously, the Oscars did not have a host this... Oh, my God. That's okay. Whatever. The Oscars did not have a host this year. And it suffered. And it suffered, and it was obvious. And now, I know that people said that, like, they liked it without a host because... It seemed faster. It didn't seem any faster to me at all. And it seemed like there no was one knew no what one was to wrangle on. anything. It was like, what are we doing? And and as a result of that, also, I think the camera work was horrible. Yeah, let's talk about that, too. It was disjointed and here, there, everywhere. You need some kind of host to wrangle every situation and mm-hmm. keep it going in case there's, like, a, a mistake or, or something. Like a little blip. I think the problem is maybe stay away from comedy comedic host for the simple reason that I think that's what makes it lengthy is they do a shtick in between everything right. and like you don't have to you don't have to make, it's the Oscars it the only have to be thing funny. that I think was funny as far as the shtick was Melissa McCarthy coming out with the with the rabbits the, the dress from like the favorite but the I best. love her so much but um anyway getting back to there not being a host um it seemed weird. I hated the camera thing because, in my opinion, it's very distracting that, like, we have to, like, watch these poor people, like, watch what's going on on stage. Like, let them be. It's very distracting when someone's giving a speech to them, look in the corner and, like, look at Bradley Cooper's mom and, like, she's so cute. But, like, it's weird. Like, Regina King's giving a speech and, like, oh, there's, you know, so-and-so. Like, odd. Right. I don't it, need it. I don't need it. It's and unneeded. And I also felt that because there wasn't a host, it was hard to wrangle everybody on and off the stage i know they have those people there yeah. to kind of get them off but we didn't even i didn't even see one of them normally they stand kind of where you can see them i didn't even see them no so i think you need that with okay so let us talk about um the opening number was adam lampert he joined queen which queen, he has before which he has before he sings with them often queen obviously um the movie bohemian rhapsody is about the life of Freddie Mercury and the group Queen. So I thought it was good. I think it was really short, though. They shortened both of the songs. Yeah. And, like, I thought there should have been something, like, crazy and, like, grand for that. It was just, like, like Adam Lampert's so good. And as is Queen. As is Queen. And, I mean, obviously they can still play I just as good as I thought it was then. just, like, it needed something else. And I, I don't think know. because people always complain that the Oscars are too long, this time, I felt like they were rushing everything. It was like, and here's Queen. Okay, and here's this. And here's that. And that's what I think was really bad. Also, too, the one thing we both talked about that we wish would stop is, like, I know that they want to show and highlight the parts of the movie, but you're basically showing, like, an entire trailer for all, like, the best films throughout the night, and I feel like that's distracting, too. I think it's unnecessary. Too. If you didn't see the film, I get maybe you want to show a little bit of, of everything, but it's really got to be cut down. Another thing I want to talk about is... Right after Adam Lambert came the opening with Tina Fey and Amy Meyer, Rudolph, and Amy Poehler. They were not funny. They're funny 
but they were not fun. That wasn't funny. It seemed weird. Their looks weren't cohesive, so it looked really odd. Right. That didn't even seem like it was like them. They're like material. Like they weren't funny they, at all. They were just not funny, and their clothing choices were, you know, bad. Tina was basic. Amy Poehler went with the once again horrific. I'm gonna dress like a guy tuxedo dress, which is actually just a, suit. a tuxedo mm-hmm. suit. And Maya Rudolph had so many flower things going on. It, it looked like lot. she was wearing like my grandmother's blanket. And it wasn't it was, none it of their clothes funny. were fit, figuring figure flattering or any of those things. So, so yeah. Then uh, Jason Momoa came out with Helen Mirren. Jason Momoa looked ridiculous, like yeah. ridiculous. Helen Mirren looked fabulous. Again, she was in the Pink family. She never gets it wrong either. She's an elegant, classic timepiece. She's Love beautiful. Her. Jason Momoa looked like he had a very ill-fitting suit. And I really got to tell you, I get your look is the wild Hawaiian boy. Time to trim it up a little bit. Clean yourself up. Get a little neater because he really looked like the Cro-Magnon guy in the Geico commercial. It was yeah. horrendous. And his suit, like you said, looked like bad, bad, prom. bad prom. It was awful. It just, like, clean yourself up a little bit. The other thing was, I felt like some of the people that, like, came up for, like, costume and sound mixing and all that, I didn't like know what they were talking about like it, again it was very like disjointed and I I get sometimes like you're not prepared but like you should always have something like written and kind of like ready to go it seemed just like a lot of like what's going on I'm confused with that being said I'm going to tell you my least favorite presenter and my favorite presenters mm-hmm. we all know my least favorite presenter obviously was JLo and Chris Evans Chris Evans like literally her two least favorite they people presenting together they were for like who's prettier and it was ridiculous you know, you're standing there like... They were both like, like giving face. They were weird. like, oh, oh, look at us. Oh, oh, I know. I'm really handsome. Like, okay, just present the award, read it, and, and go along. My favorite, favorite presenter for the night was Diego Luna and Jose, Chef Jose Andres. The speech that they gave was, so was beautiful. beautiful and heartfelt. I loved them both. They stuck to giving a... a, a feeling and temperature climate of what's going on in the world mm-hmm. without being over the top and yelling it out and being so political, which is unnecessary. That's what all the people expect this to be so political and mean. They weren't. They were poised and articulate, and I loved it. I just yes. wanted to put that Let's also there. talk about, I thought Tyler Perry looked great. I loved what he wore. Tyler, Tyler Perry, Perry is life, okay? Okay. Um, also, too, now here's where we're going to get really controversial because we have the same opinion about this. Jennifer Hudson's performance was god-awful. Her voice sounded terrible. It was cracking. Her outfit was ridiculous. It looked like she was wearing construction boots. I was just like, make it stop. It yeah. hurt my ears. I didn't like it. And didn't she, like it. She was off-key, and it, it really was just so not Jennifer Hudson. Mm-mm. So not her. I mean, I've, I've no. seen that girl sing a million times when she was trying out on American Idol and years after that. She's got some voice. That was not it last night. No, it was what happened really, there, but really bad. It was bad. Okay, let's, I want to just talk about this because my mother didn't realize that this was happening, but I realized it was happening. Um, James McAvoy was a presenter, and my mom had her mouth open the entire time. My mother lives for James McAvoy. Like, loves him. Do you love James McAvoy? As much as he loves me. Of course. And um, if anybody saw, you can look it up. There's pictures. Um, He had everybody sign his shirt. I did not sign his shirt, but that's because I wasn't present. When he gets back to the States, I'll be doing that. just want to say that. 
I want to clear it up right now. Um, another thing, uh, Bette Midler. Her performance was okay. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen Bette Midler. The Divine Miss M I've seen a million times on Broadway and a million other places. She's an extremely, extremely gifted, talented that woman. That was not its best. Um, again, I, I felt like they kind of like rushed her to win. Here's Bette Midler. Sing the song. Okay, bye. Thanks, Bette. You know, that was it. I, there needed to be something there, and I really didn't like what she was wearing. But let us talk about the performance of the night. One of, I think, the best moments. Of course, singing Shallows. Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Oh, my God. Run me over with a truck. Like, I was beside myself. At this myself. point, is there anybody that's listening to this that doesn't want a tragic love story? I'm willing to risk it just to do that. If Bradley Cooper will sing that song with me and then I have to give him up for death, uh, I'm willing. First of all, his voice is unbelievable. Yeah, who saw that coming? Unbelievable. And the second thing, and I always I always talk about Lady Gaga because I love her, and I did have the privilege of like seeing her when she wasn't anything, but I love the fact that the same person you hear on a CD is the same person that you get live because she's that talented. And not only is she talented, she's extremely gracious extremely gracious she clapped for everybody and genuinely looked happy even when she didn't win she looked genuinely happy for olivia coleman who was also gracious to her and her other nominees i i really like i cannot just, say enough about i the also want to just touch upon the fact that i love michael keaton Oh my God, he looks so good. He's a doll. Like, who doesn't love to see Michael Keaton? Talk about a funny guy that has kept it clean and classy all these years. Michael Keaton. Yes. Moving on to that, I now would like to talk about Charlize Theron. Theron. Her dress looked like she was going to a business meeting. Mm -hmm. It looked like she was wearing a sweater dress that I wore like in 1978 when I worked in advertising. And her lipstick looked awful, no, and I bad. don't like her hair like that. I don't like it. It's really, and it's not even that it's short. That color is it's, just not it's flattering. It's not flattering there. It's too bleh. Also, her boobs looked weird. Like, yes, I have to say it. her beards. Her beards. <laughs> she, <laughs> her beards. She did not have a beard. She did have sloping boobs with pointy toes there. So. <laughs> I, and that was weird. It was. Did she not look like she was going on a business lunch? It, it did. It was not Oscar anything. And I know you're just a presenter, but still. Right. Laura Dern, that was, I have to tell you, that was one of the funniest moments during it. She was strutting her stuff coming out there. And I take it, girl. She looked beautiful. She comes from a, a very talented family. She's lovely. And we need to stop playing the Jurassic Park theme every time she comes out. But she's known for more than that. She's known for a lot more than that. But, you know, like, she's still always going to be the girl in the khaki shorts. Right. Obviously, she plays Renata on Big Little Lies. Mm -hmm. We love Big Little Lies. And we love Anybody Laura else you want to talk about before? Before the rest? Mm -hmm. um, well, before it comes to that, because people that are already listening, would you like to share with everybody why you hate Sarah? Sarah who? <laughs> Which Sarah are we talking about? <laughs> I have a couple of friends, Sarah. Are, are we talking about anybody that I know? No, just the one that presented with Paul Rudd. Oh, yes. My mother loves Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. What a god. He doesn't age either. What a god. And unfortunately for him, he had to take somebody else, obviously, up there to present. I was not available. I had things to do last night, like get ready for this podcast. But like Sarah, okay, I'll, I'll say this much. It, it pains me to say this. She looked beautiful. Her hair was beautiful. Her dress was beautiful. I so love the fact that she had pockets because that is my kind of dress. I want to have... Formal dresses like that with pockets. Fortunately for her, she did get a real great guy to present with. But she did look beautiful. And I'm very angry with her. I may forgive her, may not. 
It depends it on depends. my mood. It depends on if my feeling. mom ever gets to present with Paul right. Rudd. But she's pushing it now. She made the movie with James, James McAvoy. McAvoy. She's presenting with Paul Rudd. I told Ariana today, if she shows up anywhere near Ryan Callahan, who's a hockey player, she's dead to me. Okay? So, like, keep that in mind, Sarah, if you listen to this, stay away from Ryan Callahan. Let that be told. What else do we want to talk about? Oh, I okay. Now, this is quite funny. Because this this shows the age gap, but I really have to run with this. Are we going to talk about Aquafina? We're going to talk about Aquafina. She came out, and Ori is watching, and I'm watching, and we're talking about it, and we're going back and forth, and and I said, so like, what's her name? And Ariana says Aquafina, and I'm like, no, seriously, what's her name? She's like, Aquafina is her name, and I'm like, re- my reaction was, are you kidding me? Like seriously? And she tells me this story. I get you have a really difficult name. That's your heritage, girlfriend. Keep with your heritage. Shorten it. Fix it. I feel that calling yourself Aquafina is not only fucking ridiculous, excuse me, fucking ridiculous, but like you just throw away your heritage, which is what made you. You know, I have an Italian last name. I'm not suddenly going to be, you know, Nike. Hi, my name is Nike. Not going to happen. That's ridiculous. To go around being called Aquafina is just so like absurd to me. After the water. Like, stop. I you it's ridiculous. Change your name back to something remotely near your name. If not, be Mary Chu. I don't care. And it's not being racist. I'm I'm trying to tell you, you have a heritage. You're making it like it's more important to be called the name of a water bottle than your heritage. Wrong. I just hate it. I re I think it's the most ridiculous story I've ever heard. And I can't believe we entertain it. Because I would be saying to her, just so you know up front, I'm not freaking calling you Aquafina. It is way damn dear ridiculous. Okay, moving on. What else would we like to talk about? Brie Larson. Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson, they presented together. They had a great time. They had a great time. Brie Larson, though, looked so beautiful. And I think she always, always gets it right on and the she red drives a carpet. Jeep. And she drives a Jeep. Yeah. That, so. This one's for you, Sid. Yeah. The, so That's random. for you, dear Sydney. For making that ridiculous comment. But yeah, she drives a Jeep. She's beautiful. She's adorable. Her and Samuel L. Jackson look like they had the best time presenting as they should. And I felt like they kind of minimalized Samuel L. Jackson. Right? It's like, he's he's a legend. He's an icon. Like, hi. I also will tell you that I think the one person that truly got snubbed in the best actor category was Denzel Washington's son. John Washington. Yeah, he did in, not get in the black even a nom. Clansman, yeah. Yeah. He, which he is shocking. Because the other one didn't. He deserved it too. Yeah, but Adam I mean, Driver really, definitely deserved it. Adam Driver it. totally deserved it. But I really think he should have gotten a nod for something. Mm-hmm. So let's see what else can we talk about. Okay. Spike Lee. Now keep in mind, I'm a New Yorker. Spike Lee comes from Brooklyn. He's a New Yorker. He's at the Ranger games all the time. He's at the Nick games all the time. He's a bigger than life personality. He's got the New York mentality. I thought his outfit looked like if Willy Wonka and a cab driver had a child and created him. I get he loves the hats. I love the homage to Prince. I like him. I am Prince's biggest fan. So I got that. I also was very excited for him because he's done some great work over the years. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes his personality gets in the way of him being acknowledged for things. Oh, yeah. Because he's a little outspoken. He's got a lot to say. But, you know... I guess he was feeling pretty happy since the Knicks won. I don't know. But then uh, there was people that were saying that he had, like, some shade towards the Knicks. So I'm confused about that. But Well, he always know. goes to the Knicks game, so yeah. I, I don't know what's going on. But anyway, 
his speech was so disjointed until the trying, end like the end right, i got he it he kind of but... reeled it back in i was really confused and i mean maybe those were private jokes i get that but again it was it right. was all over and the place I mean, and he looked manic and it, it was just odd yeah it was odd but then he was talking about like his own family which i get that you were trying to go like full circle but the whole beginning part i kind of missed it and but the, the part message about at his the own end family was, was wonderful because yeah. that's what we wanted here yeah the beginning was a little weird barbara streisand who talked about yeah. him of course, again, this is the kind of legend we need to see in Hollywood. Right. Love her, didn't love the outfit. Yeah, it was a little... She's uh, never really good at those kinds of things, though, because I've seen her before at award shows and not she looked that great. Maybe she picks her own clothes. I don't know. Maybe she picks her own clothes. I know she loves hats, but... It's like know. a little, like, it was a little too quirky. Like, it quirky kind of, is not the time, like, at the Oscars. Like, if you're quirky, And not only that, no. you know how I feel about berets? It's mm. not my favorite hat look, yeah. if, unless you're French and a painter, then, then it works. But other than that, I, I hate the beret look, and it didn't make it any better that it was glittery. So yeah, I didn't. It was too much sequins, but I like I love her. But um, who was next? Let's see, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan and um, I almost said Mahershala Ali. I, I just want to talk about Michael B. Okay. Jordan right now. I, you know, it doesn't matter to me. I really think the men outdressed the women this Oscars. All of the men looked amazing. 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 I just think he, oh my God, is he not a little gift? Is he married? Michael B. Jordan? Yeah. I don't know. Do you want me to look that up? Uh, you could. Let's look it up. But any of you who like him, oh, go get him. Seriously. <laughs> I'm way too old, but he is just a gift. And on that note, I also want to tell you, that Rami Malik is a little ball of sunshine. Cutest, sweetest speech. His speech was poignant to the point. Lovely. Um, I love him with his girlfriend from the movie. That is so cute. They're a beautiful couple. The tribute that he gave to his mom just by the way he yelled out, I love that lady. And the tribute that he gave to his girlfriend as well as the people that he worked with. Great speech. Oh, yeah. Great Love speech. That. He's a little ball of sunshine. Um, I don't believe that Michael B. Jordan has a girlfriend mm. or a wife. He brought his mom to the Oscars. Oh, gotta love those boys. So, yes. He did love bring those his boys. mom to um, the Oscars. Also, so. tell me your favorite tux. Favorite tux? Mm-hmm. Um, I loved them all. It but... was either, probably, I would say either Michael B. Jordan or Chad, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. I mean, both. they're tux. both from Black Panther. Beautiful. They look They got awesome. it right. Tyler Perry looked fantastic. Yeah. Samuel Jackson looked, looked fantastic. fantastic. Rami Malek looked fantastic. Um, Vigo Mortensen. I want to talk about that because this is a very interesting thing. I think it's actually Vigo, but we've been saying Vigo and Vigo. Okay, so I'll say Vigo this time. Okay, Vigo Mortensen. I, if I'm pronouncing it incorrectly, I apologize. I'm I'm sure he's probably not listening, but, but like if you are, I have to tell you because this is pretty funny. I when I fr- found out that Green Card was uh, Green Book was nominated, I didn't know anything about the movie, and then I found out he was in. It, and I was like, oh, I don't like him, and I really had no reason not to like him. I was just like, eh, he's just one of those people. I'm like, eh, I don't really like him. After I saw the movie, he's on my list of love. He was phenomenal. That movie just, you know, it won Best Picture. I wasn't shocked by it. I didn't pick it or I did. I did pick it. But I have to tell you, it's so worth seeing. It is such an incredibly moving, poignant, fabulous, fabulous movie. Oh, yes. It's it's very good for this time, for our times of of getting out of the hate and, and getting away from 
you know, racism again. Really it's just a beautiful story. Beautiful story. Based story. on real people. That's what and that's I didn't what even love. know going into um, it. The Copacabana, which is, has a big impact on this movie, was a place that my parents frequented and when I was young, as well as myself. I worked not too far from there. At the time, it was on, I believe, 60th Street, and I worked on 61st in Madison. So it was right there. We went there for lunch all the time and after work for drinks. The Copacabana, it's just very special to me. There were many um, references in the movie that reminded me so much of my father and reminded me of my, my coming up in the world and, and growing up. And it's just a really poignant film. So I wasn't surprised that it went, but any film that would have won, I would have been like, of course, because it was that good. It and was. I truly, I, I truly, I really so. enjoyed it. And I mean, I know every year there's so much controversy around whatever wins, like best picture or best actor, accept it and move on. I think everybody that's nominated is so deserving of that nomination. And we should but as just I said, deal. Any, any film that would have won, Bohemian Rhapsody deserved to win. Black Klansman deserved to win. Black you Panther. Know, Black Panther deserved to the win. Favorite. The favorite deserved to win. Uh, Star is Born deserved to win. And mm-hmm. Vice deserved to win. They were all strong, wonderful movies that I loved every minute of them. So again, it also too, let's now talk about the end. Which again, Julia Roberts. Um, that was the weirdest ending, and she looked so confused. She's like, "Oh, I, I guess it's done." And then she said goodnight yeah. to her kids, which it, are so it cute. It wasn't up to her to, like, wrangle that in. I no. also want to comment on Allison Janney. Now, Allison Janney is six feet tall. She's very, very tall. Her dress was fine, but she needed something. It was just a silhouette of black. She, yeah. She needed a big necklace or big earrings or a big, big earrings, bracelet. Probably, or yeah. She needed something. It was just so there. Yeah. And, and being that tall. You can go so many you places. You can go so, yeah, you could go a little wild with that. And I was really surprised that she didn't. I, I really didn't care for it. Um, as I said, we were, I was really shocked that Olivia Coleman won. But her speech was delightfully entertaining. Very, very So sincere. genuine. It was really just like from the heart. You could tell that she was just... So, so, so happy to, like, win. Another thing, too, did you ever notice, like I said, the people, again, that win for, like, costume design or sound or whatever, they're the ones that go on for, like, a fucking hour. And they wear the strangest clothes. Yeah. You're a costume, costume designer designers never a, get yeah. it right, and they usually look, like, super weird. They like, super they weird. dress odd. So, But I also think they could have paired the presenters better. Mm-hmm. Where were those icon presenters? You know, not to be disrespectful, but if... If many people are there going, who? Because they didn't even tell you. They named somebody, and unless you saw that movie or you're a big fan of them, you're like, who? Or then, like, there were certain times, like, they would be like, well, from, you know, A Star is Born, blah, 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 blah. And then they'd be like, and so-and-so. Like, it didn't matter what they were in. Yeah, it, it was very weird. I think they they were missing the you wow factor last night completely. that something was off between, like, the no host and, like, I think that they just had planned to go in such a different direction that then they weren't prepared to, like, reel it back because there was also the controversy of some of the um, awards would be given out during commercial breaks, which is rude, and I don't know why anybody would consider doing that ever. And it was kind of like they had a way that they were going to do it, and then because people didn't like it, they were like, oh, let's reel it back in, but, like, it never quite got there. So here's my best game plan. If I were asked... To do anything with the Oscars for next year. Bring the bigwigs in. Start getting those real Hollywood icons back. You need the George Clooney's, the Brad Pitt's. You need them back in Even the building. Even if they're not presenting, nominated, presenting. get them to present. 
if you're going to do no host, you need some more performances. Mm. And if you're going to give them performances, let them be a little longer. Can we also talk about who else I really enjoyed last night and I don't really watch them and know anything about them, but I liked how they were when they were speaking? Trevor Noah. I actually think he would have been a great host. In all honesty, he's that perfect amount of like funny, but professional. Yeah, I agree. Trevor and I, awesome. I think, like, stay away from the real big comedic thing. You know, it worked when it was Billy Crystal and Robin Williams mm-hmm. and Ellen you DeGeneres even go as and Whoopi as Goldberg. Like that Jimmy worked. Kimmel. I don't know. Jimmy no, Fallon. No, no, no. Not one. again. Not again. No, no. But they were fine when they, they did it. Then. But we need to move you away from it. You need to pick that. someone that can be a little bit humorous. But serious But at the serious same at the same time. And you need those big celebrities. And we need a little glamour. Because I feel like there was, I felt like it was, you know, hey, Sunday night with some celebs. We were one step away from, between the commercial break, use your hashtag to have your picture featured on the screen behind us. We yeah. were one step away from that. Yeah, it was and way like, too And, like, that's casual. the one place where, like, you it can't be so, like, to now, because I think you're missing that, that era of Hollywood. And as a Hollywood. person who really detests award shows, and I do. I was kind of looking forward to it being glamorous and terrific, over the top, and and it wasn't. And um, also, too, let's talk about um, if you are not familiar with where the Oscars are held. They were held at the Dolby Theater. Um, it used to be years, like the Kodak Theater. Kodak. It's been a million different things, but like more recently, the Kodak Theater. But Dolby bought Kodak, so that's how that happened. It is a huge. Beautiful theater that is located right in Hollywood and Highland. If you come out, there's a big mall to the one side where you can see the Hollywood sign. It's like the one little area of Hollywood that's like not super sketchy. It's not far from the Man Theater. Right. It's, it's, it's in like a really iconic away. part of right. Hollywood. It's right the star, the Hollywood Walk of Fame, right outside. You can look up and see the Hollywood right. sign. There, it's it's, it's yeah. so immersive in Hollywood, and we just, like, missed that, like, this is Hollywood. Like, this is the finale of award season. We, um, we missed that old hooray for Hollywood. Right. Yeah, we missed it. I wanted a musical number like that so bad. Like, jazz hands. Yeah. Like, you know, I like, needed you that. You need the Hugh Jackman. You know, you need that kind of person. Why did they not let Hugh Jackman sing something from The Greatest Showman? Because I thought yeah, that was going to happen. Yeah. I really thought it was going to happen. And I, I think that would have been great. But... All in all, um, not disappointed at all. Uh, congratulations to Roma, who won quite a few deserving awards. I think that a lot of people will miss the mark on Roma. I knew right away, and I said to Oriana, this is a personal recount. I can tell. Um, having spent a lot of time in Mexico, I, I was very familiar with that. And I, I think we're not good here in the United States with foreign films. A no. lot of us don't have that appreciation. There's so, a niche you know, for it right. in the United States, but I don't think it's reached broad appeal yet. But really, for people that are like myself that don't usually like those things, open your mind, sit, and watch it. You will get something out of it. I do promise you that. Right. Um, some of them are just, uh, you know, this was really, you could see such a personal story right. and a personal journey. And the cinematography for foreign films is always mm-hmm. superb. It's how they do it. And I learned today that he filmed this, unlike most people film anything, from start to finish. Every day was the beginning nothing of the film. Nothing was the, out of sequence. Nothing was yeah. out of sequence. It wasn't like, we'll shoot this scene first or that scene. It was in sequence. And he never told his stars what they were filming the next day. They got it right then. And it, it was made like, it very, yeah. very real. And you can see that when you watch the film. It's it a true realness. Like, tell You're me you didn't feel like, oh, I'm part of this family. I'm watching yeah. this family. You didn't feel like I'm watching a movie. I'm no. watching this family. You really so. didn't. So that is everything that we thought about the Oscars. Um, Like I said, if you want to listen to our actual predictions and then compare it to what actually won, you can go back one episode 
and you can do that. As always, you can connect with both of us on social media. It's listed below wherever you're streaming this. We usually post new episodes every Friday. We will have a new one this Friday. We'll actually see. More than likely, we will have a new one. We also have some ongoing um, giveaways if you listen back in our new podcast. Ones. We just new got ones are coming. Some new, real fun giveaways. Yes. So please, please touch base with us in some form. Either yeah. of us, both of us. Let we us really know. Would love that. Let us know what you guys liked, what you guys didn't like, who you liked their clothes, who you didn't like their clothes. Be interactive with us. That's one of our favorite things about being here with you guys. And I'd like to end it on a note that we could all and should stay cozy. And Sarah Paulson, stop cozying up to all the men in my life. Thank you very much. That's our. That's probably our best ending to a podcast yet. Right. Stay cozy, except if you're Sarah Paulson and touching it in my men. Thank you. We'll see everybody next time.